Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning, no BS, straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. There's a lot of pressure being a business owner. And one of those things that's pressured is decision-making, right? It sits on your head and nobody else's. And that can be really, really frightening. So welcome to today's episode of Life in Business with me, Libby Langley, whereas I'm going to talk about how to make big decisions. I mean, oh, crikey. During an average day, how many decisions do you make? I don't know. Thousands, probably, from whether you get out of bed immediately or just mm, stay there because it's so snugly, or you go for a run or not, or what to have for breakfast or whether to have another cup of tea. All of these are decisions, right? They're just kind of ordinary, everyday decisions. But then there's then on top of all that just dead ordinary functioning stuff, there is the business decisions. So these business decisions are whether you reply to an email or not, how you reply to that email, whether you file something or action it, what you're going to post on social media. Just again, the kind of ordinary everyday stuff, right, that happens in a business. But then there's big decisions. And I've been in business for over 12 years and I've made some wallopers in my time. Absolutely enormous decisions that I look back now and I just, I'm kind of stunned, I guess, that A, I made those decisions and B, I just got on with it. I've had some pretty stressful times in in business, but making these big decisions, I think, has helped me to get through um, and to still be here today. So, I think probably, I mean, the biggest decision of all was starting the business in the first place, right? You've made that decision too. So yay, celebrate that because we need to celebrate all the good stuff. And I started my business. I made the decision to leave my job because I was utterly miserable and it was miserable too. Um, So I walked out of a senior management role with a lovely salary, lots of paid annual leave, um, a good pension and all that stuff. Walked out. Uh, just, yeah, it's hard. It's funny looking back now, isn't it? It's just like, yeah, I did. I just left and made the decision to start the business. And I started the, started a business just because I didn't want to work for anybody else again. I was so burnt and so unhappy that I kind of thought I could do it better myself. Um, and here I am to, over 12 years later, so proven that fact. But that in itself is just a massive decision, right, to start a business. So let's just take a minute, say, yes, well done, congratulations, you've done that. But then the decisions along the way, you know, what what is your business? What do you sell people? How much do you charge? What are the products and services? Do you have staff? Do you have an office? Do you do it all from home? Do you do it all online? Do you do it in person? What colour is your logo going to (laughs) be? What's the business going to be called? Are you going to be a limited company or are you going to be a sole trader? So many big decisions, right, early on. 
And they're not necessarily decisions for life. It's really, really important for you to, to know that and to remember that because I, just talking about the business setup, I guess, I have, I started off as a sole trader. Then I became a limited company. Uh, then I went back to being a sole trader. And all of those were for valid business reasons and, you know, tax reasons and all that. But yeah, so I've made those made those decisions. So my trading, my trading name has stayed similar. No, it hasn't. That's not even true. I started off, I was trading under my my I traded under Zest Communications when I first started as a sole trader. And then my limited company became uh you know, something related to that. And then I went back to being a sole trader. And now I trade. I trade as Libby Langley. So, yeah, so I've even changed my trading name along the way. And they're really quite big decisions, actually, thinking back, you know. But whatever you do is not set in stone. It just isn't. So any decision that you make can be undecided or changed again, okay? But you need to understand kind of the reasons that you're making making the decision, I suppose. So other absolutely enormous decisions I've made over the years is, well, I started off at home on my own, as so many of you will also work kind of from your spare room on your dining room table or wherever. Happily did that for a year or so. And then I got an office. And I got an office and I got a member of staff, didn't outsource, had a proper paid member of staff. Then I got another member of staff, and then another, and then another, and then I took on an apprentice, and then another member of staff. So there were five of us at the kind of, I was going to say the height of my business, but that just isn't true. It was kind of the biggest in terms of business model, um, traditional business. I ran it as an agency, really. Um, and so, yeah, we were quite kind of corporate in the structure, I suppose. And that happened for a period of probably four years or so. And I just wasn't happy. You know, I wasn't happy at all. And I went to a conference in America and was talking to some of my uh, business friends out there and was kind of saying, look, stuff isn't right. I don't know what to do. Stuff isn't right. The team is great. The work is great. We make money, but I'm not happy. And they said, why don't you change it? And it's like, ha. Uh, hello, light bulb. And it's so silly because, of course, that's what I would say to a client, right? I mean, that's 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 the obvious thing to say. But when you're in it, it's quite hard to see what the decision is that you need to make. So whilst I was in America, I made the bloody great big decision to, to change everything. And I came home and I made all my staff redundant and I gave up my office and I moved back into my into my spare room. And that that's probably the hardest decision I've ever made in my business because it was other people's lives. And I'm very grateful that these people are still in my lives, you know, maybe just only as Facebook friends, but one of them I went to I went to his wedding um in 2023. So, you know, there's still there's still valuable friendships there. And the way you tackle these things is kind of what happens, what happens next, right? But that was, you know, that was an enormous business decision. But as soon as I'd done it, I felt liberated. I felt freed. I felt that the Zest brand that we traded under kind of, it, it wasn't suiting me, right? And so I then became Libby Langley. I emerged from the shadows and and just started doing all the fun stuff that I enjoyed doing without having to think about other people. And for me, that was enormous. A kind of a rebirth, I guess. And then other big decisions I've made, I closed my group programme 
I used to run a group program called Marketing Megastars and really successful. Uh, I closed that, I can't remember, early 2022, I think, because, oh, I don't know, I got a bit bored of it. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I didn't like how automated it all was. And I know, I know that that's how we grow our businesses, to automate everything and to be able to scale. But it was a two hands off and just kind of all I was doing was selling, really, which is not something that I like doing much. So, um, yeah, I kind of I guess. Well, I guess I got the buzz of the having making the sale, but then not the reward of really getting down and dirty with people's businesses. So close that. And that was my main source of income. And I've had clients, I've been on retainers with clients and who've paid a lot of money. And I've ended that because for me, it's come to its natural end. So these are, these are all really kind of big decisions. But the way, I, oh, and my most recent one, of course, is to not take on any new ongoing one-to-one clients on retainers. I don't want to do it anymore. I love the clients that I that I've worked with. I there's there's not been a client who oh there was one in the really early days, you know, 10 plus years ago, but I've never worked with a client who I haven't loved working with and I've never worked with a client that hasn't had a change and um and some kind of growth from working with me. And I I love that and I'm really proud of the work, but the the ongoing one-to-one client work has it's the format I don't like as much you know it's nothing to do with the clients or the results or the work that we do together it's it's kind of it's kind of all the peripheries of it for me and so I've made that change recently and um focusing instead on workshops and my one day masterminds and then VIP work and bespoke work with clients and for me that's kind of a much more fun a much more fun fit which I'm really happy about so what you need to do really, you know, kind of the moral of that particular story is know your reasons for why you want to make a decision. You know, if you think, oh, something isn't right, or I really want to do this, and you're going to make a big decision, you've got to know the reasons for it. And every decision that I have made, I have known how I want to feel. It's a lot of, I'm very head-based, because I'm very logical, very scientific, very data-based, very numbers-based in my decisions. But also, there's a quite a big part of me that feels stuff. So I'm either bored or frustrated or <laughs> underwhelmed or overwhelmed, and that can lead to the decision. But then the, the decision, generally speaking, is based on some kind of science and fact. So I suppose, am I, does that make me heart first, head second? I don't know. But there's a, bit, there's, there's a big element with both. But this feeling the feelings is so important. So if you're feeling at the moment that there is something that you want to change because you're not happy or because you want to, um, you know, because you want to be happy or because you are happy and you you need to like massively grow this, massively change it, then making that decision should start, I think, with how is the feeling going to be when you've done it? So how do you feel now, right? What is it that's really bothering you? What's your reason for wanting to make this business decision or life decision? You know, I can talk to you about when I got divorced as well and how that came about if you want. <laughs> but it's, it's how do you want to feel, right? What 
is the feeling that you're going to feel after making this decision. And it might be that it's relief. You know, like for me, making the decision to get rid of my staff and give up my office. I mean, oh my God, the tears. It was just horrendous. However, I knew that the feeling I would feel afterwards, after I'd been through this process, after it was kind of done and the dust settled, was relief. Because then I could just be the master of my own destiny, right? Make my own decisions and not be responsible for anyone else. And to me, that was that was huge. So what would life be like for you if you made this big decision? Yeah, that's the thing to think about. And that's the thing to, to focus on. Because if you don't feel right, if you're not happy, if you're frustrated, if you're agitated, if you're bored, if you're dissatisfied, unsatisfied with your business, it's really hard to keep going. It's really, really hard to keep going if you're feeling any of those things, because the thing that you should feel with your business is excited and enjoyment and satisfaction and joy and all of those good things, right? That's absolutely what we want to feel. Not to say there aren't tough days, right? Or days when you can't be bothered or any of this, but ultimately it's your it's your game to play, completely your game to play. And that's so exciting. And, it, and whatever is stopping you kind of have that feeling of fun and joy, that's what needs to change, right? That's the decision that you need to make. Do you know what? I would love to know what you're thinking, what's going through your head. So you need to DM me because this stuff is so good and so juicy. You can get me on Instagram at Libby Langley or LinkedIn, search for Libby Langley. And yeah, message me. Let me know. Let me know what it is that you're kind of thinking, do you know what? I think I really need to change that. But I'm utterly terrified. Um, Tell me what it is and then I can track your progress. And I mentioned my new mastermind days that I'm running for 2024. This is the kind of stuff that people bring to days like this. This is the kind of stuff that people present and we talk through it and we come up with a plan and we decide if it's right and we put the action steps together. It's a fantastic use of time at a mastermind day. So if you want to book one, book on one and work through this with me and the other people who are there, go to libbylangley.com slash mastermind. I'll put a link in the show notes and book yourself on. A book yourself on is an absolutely fantastic thing to work through in a mastermind day. So I would say that the biggest thing you have to do when making a big decision is to be bold. And bold is actually my year, my year, my word for 2024. So I am intending to make, to be bolder to maybe make bolder decisions, but just to be bolder in myself, to kind of create the opportunities that I want rather than wait for them to happen and to do stuff that might seem a bit out there. But, you know, that that stuff's always worked for me in the past, right? So it's time time to do it again. But if you're really bold, and I don't mean like bolshy, you know, I mean bold and courageous, and that will be a different level for all of us. Because some of the stuff that I think is a really bold decision, like who messaging someone to ask if I can have a call with them because I'd really like to to work with them or to you know, to do a masterclass for their um, for their clients or to talk at their event. That stuff for me takes a lot of courage and guts. Okay, I'm not that great at putting myself out there like that. And you might not believe that because you know that's not kind of the perception that I put forward, but it's true. 
it, it's really uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me. But I'm going to do it more of, of it this year because I want what it brings. Yeah. So that's what boldness is all about to me. It's about knowing what the end result could be and then doing the things that you need to do to get there. Because if the end result is something that you really want, you've got to do the steps to get there. You can't sit, none of us can sit at home and just hope that things happen. You know, you might have days like that. Sure, we all do. But that's not how to run a business. And this isn't about hustling 24-7 because you know that I am so anti that. It's about knowing what you want, choosing the things that are going to make you happy, and then just focusing on those. It's kind of it's kind of simple. It doesn't involve 24-7 hustle, but it involves being bold, being courageous, and just going for it. What's the worst that can happen, right? Nothing. You know, people say no. Yeah, all right. People say no all the time. So it's just part of life. But what do you what is it that you really want from life and business? And that's how making big decisions is going to become easier for you. So if you really, really want to earn a hundred grand this year, you really want to do a TED talk, TEDx talk, why not? You really want to be on stage in front of an audience. You really want to have consistent 5K months. You really want, and I mean really want it, right? Because there's stuff that we say that we'd like, but, you know, whatever. There's, <laughs> it's, it just, if you really want it and it's really going to change your life, then that's the thing that's going to help you make this big, bold decision. There is also an element of, you know, just, right, okay, I'm going to do this. And that's quite fun sometimes. You know, if you just, if you kind of throw caution to the wind, and I realise this is a very neurodivergent thing to say because I love a bit of impulsivity, but if you just say, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to do it. Let's just do it because I think that it's going to help me get to where I want to be. Then that's great because you'll learn something along the way. Who knows? It might help you achieve what you want as well. And you'll probably earn some cash and get some new clients too. So that's a win-win, I say. But if you are bold in your thought and your goals, then that's going to make the difference. So write down what you really want from your business and from your life. Write it down. And you don't need to share it with anyone. I'd love it if you shared it with me, but you don't need to share it with anyone. And then reverse engineer it. You know, how are you going to make that happen? What are the nuts and bolts to actually achieving achieving this? And it is about it, it is about goals. It is about setting goals, but it's really about, you know, this making this big decision. How do you make this big decision? So, for example, the decisions I've made, you know, first of all, right, I'm going to leave my job because I'm miserable, even though it pays really well and blah, blah, blah. What's my reverse engineering on that? What do I need to do to make that income back up? Or can I afford to take a drop in income? And if so, to what? In which case, what does that mean in terms of number of clients and whatever I'm delivering? When do I need to achieve all this by? Yeah? How much is in the bank that can keep me going while I start the business? They're all big decisions, but they're all kind of reverse engineered decisions to help you get to where you want to be, which for me was running a business. 
making all my staff redundant. Ooh, it's awful. You know, I talk about it quite a lot, but it still scars me even like, what, eight, nine, I guess nine, 2024 is nine years later. Um, it still scars me a bit. So what did I need to do? First of all, I got proper HR advice because I didn't know really didn't know what to do. I'd done it when I'd been in a job, but then there's a whole HR department. But this was just me on my own. So I, I spoke to a professional. I spoke to who I needed to, to speak to to find out what the steps were. And then I actioned the steps and I knew what work I would be getting rid of which clients I would be getting rid of that would basically be kind of going with the staff and what work I would need to replace it. But because the overheads had suddenly gone from thousands and that, I don't know, 15 grand plus a month to effectively zero, because I went, I went home, <laughs> I moved home, I could afford to do considerably less work. And that in itself was liberating. But that I had to do the reverse engineering maths to be able to know that. Yeah, because if you think, oh, I've got to, I've got to replace, you know, multiple six figures in my business. No, you don't, because you don't, because there aren't the costs. So you'll probably actually make more money. Yeah. So this is this is how you make it make it happen. Same when I closed my group program, my marketing megastars program. All right, what am I going to do to replace that income? In came a lot more one to ones and training and coaching, which is which is great. And now making the decision to stop doing the ongoing one-to-one -one client work, what's replacing it? Oh, mastermind days, workshops, VIP days. Yeah, it's how you, th you have to think about the decision, but then what comes after the decision, like decision 2.0 and 3.0, what are the next steps? And that's, you kind of start at the at the end almost and reverse engineer it back, right? You know that you're going to make this big decision. What's the knock-on effect with that? What do you need to put into place in order to, to make it all possible? And then work backwards and you take one step at a time. And it, it makes big decisions less scary because you've got a plan. It makes them far easier to implement because you've got a plan. <laughs> And it makes you more like it makes it more likely that you will achieve what you're setting out to achieve because oh you've got a plan. So do you see the um, do you see the, the the theme there? Another thing you can do that actually makes making a decision easier is to tell people why you're doing it. And that might sound I don't know counterintuitive really sharing the kind of look I'm not happy I'm making this other decision but actually for so many of us in our businesses. It's exactly what draws people to us. I have always been extremely open and honest about the warts and all in my business. I mean, this is episode 60 of this podcast. And if you listen back to them all, there's a good binge for you. But if you listen back to them all, you will hear all sorts of things that I talk about that, have, that haven't worked and what I've done differently, what I've learned from it. And I share all this because it's a big lesson for you, massive lesson for you to help you not do the same thing and to learn from my mistakes and it's great content for me to be able to talk about these things. It's helped me shape my business. And it's one of the things that makes me such a brilliant business coach. You know, I've done all these things and I've tried all these things and I can share that experience. So, you know, whatever a decision it is you're thinking of making, I probably already made it. <laughs> so, which is why we're, you know, which is why we're always good to work together, right? 
but tell people why and explain things to people. Because often if people are along on the journey with you, they transition more naturally and more easily. If you have been talking about the same thing for five years and suddenly you're switching to something else, without that kind of transition period, it could, could be harder for you to, yeah, to kind of keep your clients with you or take them on the journey as well. And that's, you know, this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be about making things easier, right? Everything I tell you is about making stuff easier. But it's, I've share, I share, I absolutely share and I'm absolutely a believer in sharing. I don't like this shiny veneered business front. I, I'm not like that in real life. I don't know. I'm quite kind of scrappy. <laughs> in no well I don't know sometimes a bit scrappy scrappy in life and uh, pretending that everything in business is super easy and super straightforward and there's never any cock-ups is just a lie you know that's just not what I have experienced and it's not it's not what my clients bring to the table either so why would I pretend otherwise so for me that works really well and I hope that that it, that in itself is something that you can reflect on and, and take forward. But don't worry about what people think. Ultimately, this is your business. This is your life. And you get to do whatever you want. And that is probably the thing that makes me smile the most about being in business still, even after over 12 years, that you know, you can just change everything if you want to. You can make these decisions. You can have fun with it. You can enjoy what you do and you can tweak and decide and change and decide and grow and decide over and over and over again. And nobody can criticise you for it. It's just incredible. It's absolutely incredible. So I am here for you. Whatever decisions you're going to make, enormous ones or the smaller ones, and you know that you can always get in touch with me on Instagram or um, LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm Libby Langley pretty much all over the place. And I want to know what decisions you're making and how you're going to make them. And if you need my support, then don't forget Mastermind Days. You can get them. The link's in the bio, libbylangley.com slash my slash mastermind. So thanks ever so much for listening today. Good luck with whatever decisions you're making and I will see you next week. Thanks as ever for tuning in. Bye. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.